You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. So Cam has anal. No, I don't have anal. <laughs> I, I, I'm not closed off to it, but I haven't had it. And I don't, you know, I can't speak right. to it right now. Anyway. Yeah, I guess I am kind of closed off to having another a penis in my ass. But anyway, <laughs> I, I, I am I am currently closed off to that. You can idea. admit to that. That's, no one. No one's well, going to tell you what to specify. I think anal play is fine. But I, he doesn't want a dick up his ass. I don't want a dick up my ass right what now. What about a, what about a dildo? I don't have any desire for a dildo. Right. I got the fucking rod shoved up my ass <laughs> in this contrast situation, and then that was that was enough for like the rest of my life. I think I didn't like it. It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died. So my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. We're chatting about sex twice a week. On Mondays, we have a Monday morning after show where we get to talk with you, our wonderful listeners, all about sex. Right now, we're on Instagram Live as well. Yes. And so we'll be taking your comments, your questions. And I think we should begin by addressing the elephant in the room. What? Your hair? Yes, my fucking hair. Why, why is it the elephant in the room? Because you decided to post a picture on Instagram saying, hey, what kind of topics do you want us to discuss Yeah. on Sex Talk with My Mom tomorrow? Yeah. And you used a photo that must have been taken of me a year ago. So? And I had short hair in the picture. Oh, so people thought you should cut your hair? Yes. Everyone fucking thought I'd cut my hair. Oh. And the enthusiasm for this haircut that I didn't receive is outstanding. Wait, so they liked your short haircut? Yes, they did. You want me to read some of this bullshit? He just got a, a, a trim with his long hair. Now you're... This is unbelievable. Well, maybe they like you both ways. What prompted Cam to cut his hair? Oh, everybody... <laughs> oh, my God. He cut his hair. Heart, heart, heart. How yeah. gorgeous Cam is looking with his new haircut. My oh. man crush has got bigger smiley face. Oh, my God. Okay. That was Rob the Thatcher, by the way. Rob the... <laughs> Okay, you guys, we're going to later on do a poll as to if you like his hair longer or short. Why is this a group consensus? Yeah, I think it needs to be this done. Is, this is between me and my hair cutter who insists that I continue to grow it. He has a thing for you, though. I he, he likes that I long... don't think he has a thing for me, to be honest. Oh, I think... I, I think, think it's a love-hate relationship over there. Oh, so we got people say, weighing in saying, I like the long hair and a man Thank bun. Thank you. They like men bun. Man buns. And then... Flash Photography said they like it short. Well, we're going to be doing a little poll later on, so you don't need to weigh in just yet. But this is the long-haired version, and if you look later on, you'll see the short-haired version. But let's get on with it, okay. shall we? Yes, I wanted to thank all the people out there who have been leaving us iTunes reviews. I do, too. iTunes reviews are awesome. We really get into it. Yeah, and, and they're so sweet, and I wanted to. It, it helps us a lot, and I wanted to read one. Okay. Okay, so we have one that says, uh, Genius... Five stars. Genius. An intelligent, genuine, and hilarious discussion of a subject that needs to be talked about more openly. Very refreshing. Karen Lee Potter is my hero, and I hope to one day be as cool as she clearly is. Oh, Is that sweet? I, that, that makes my day. That is a sweet comment. I love to be someone's hero. Oh, my God. And I was a hero. She's, she's cheesing it's going so right hard to right my, now. It's going right to my head. Everybody on Instagram could see I'm very excited about that. Cheesing. Okay. All right. You have any life updates you wanted to share, Mother? Okay. So I, you know, I did. I do. Okay. First of all, I don't know what happened. I hit 60. My whole body starts falling apart. The okay. whole everything. I, I always thought people are just whiners and complainers, but no, it really does start falling apart. I feel that at 30. <laughs> What's, I don't understand what the big uh, difference is. I don't know, but I ended up like going into Chicago. The first thing I do, I get off the plane. Instead of seeing their family, friends, like normal people, what do I do? I go to see the orthopedic surgeon. Yeah. Every time. I ask him for a shot in my hip. He informs. Which I don't understand. He just keeps giving you shots. Cortisone shot. Yeah. that's not, You're not supposed to do it that often. Okay. Even I know that. All right. He did not have a problem with it and he's a doctor. Okay. Okay. Doctor, doctor. 
Anyway, we're still getting people talking about your goddamn hair on Instagram. I want, I got, if we're going to do this, you got to stop reading the comments. I'm not reading Because we're comments. not going to get anywhere with All this. All right. Okay. Anyway, so here's what happened. I go get a shot. And he says to me, you know, it'll be nice to take an MRI. I've already had an x-ray. Hips are fine. Take an MRI, right? Because my hip has been bothering me. I can barely walk. I'm like a Where cripple. you go in that little tube? Yes. Okay. I'd done that on my shoulder. And now I have to do it on my hip. It's like going into a coffin. Yeah, and I like when you, when, first of all, it's always nerve-wracking. I said, I'll, I'll do it. In order to get more shots, I'm going to have to do it, so I'm going to do it. So I, I, the MRI is not a big deal, okay? Just just FYI for anybody who has to do an MRI, it's not a big deal. It is if you're claustrophobic, which I'm not, actually. Mm, I'm impressed by that. You know why I'm not? Mm. Because I meditate. It's mind over matter. If I didn't... Do not meditate. How the hell do you know if I meditate? I, I just have a feeling you don't meditate. I wake up in the middle of the night. I can't sleep, so I put my meditation app on. And I meditate. Calm, calm. By the calm. way, you get a, a discount if you use code mom. Calm dot com. <laughs> you guys, calm is the best. We're, let's take a break and talk about calm. No, no. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so Jesus I do meditate. Christ. No, obviously, don't meditate. You can't even keep on track. Suddenly, you want to make an advertisement for calm. It's not on track. Okay, I'm gonna. Get, I got off off track, but I'm coming back in again. All right. I think I'm gonna start blocking this I'm part not of the, your phone at that. so I'm that not, you can't I'm fucking read this at, shit. I'm not looking at. You're it. looking at yourself at this point. Okay. Can you just connect? Can I'm we connecting. Connect? We're not connecting. You're, you're distracting me. I feel very un- disconnected. Okay. Connect again. I, I'm connected. You're not connected. I'm connecting right now and telling you that it's not right for you to say that I don't meditate when you have no idea what I do in the middle okay, of the okay, night. Okay, okay, so you meditate. I meditate in the middle of the night. All right. In bed when I'm trying to fall asleep. Okay. I use it as a sleep aid. Yeah, so that's not a meditation app. It is a meditation app. It's that, called Calm. No, I'm saying and it you're says not meditate. using it to meditate. You're using it to fall asleep. Why do you think they have all these spe- specific... That is not meditation. It says meditate. I hit meditate and then it goes to... All these different types. Would you like stress relief? All this, and then one of them is sleep. Yeah. So I hit the sleep button, and it it, gets, it teaches you to go back to sleep. But anyway, it I think it helps you to go to sleep. It also teaches you to be able to focus on your breathing and stuff like that, so that you don't get anxious. And so in okay, the past, so where meditation. I might have let my anxiety get to me, I don't let my anxiety get to me. Oh, that's very good. So anyway, but I love the way they they going for this. First of all, I have to fucking have an argument about the price of this MRI. These are ridiculous. Okay. Okay. Once I got the price worked out. What are you negotiating with the I, MRI technician? Yes, I did. No way. Not the technician, but the, the, the people front behind desk it. person? It's a scam. What? It's a scam. What the fuck? If you use your insurance, then they charge you more yeah, than obviously. if you went out of pocket. Yeah, Yeah. obviously. But my insurance has a deductible, which means... Oh, you get you eat yeah. that shit. Oh, okay. so then you should go out of pocket. I went out of pocket. So anyway, whole I walked in, I go to the front desk, oh I go, God. don't you dare think of charging my insurance card. They go, can I have your insurance card? I go, no, you may not. We're not going to have any discrepancy like what happened with my shoulder. Okay, so it started off on the right foot. Oh my I waited God. a full hour. I'm sure it was because they were mad at me for my attitude. Okay. No, it wasn't really. The place was packed. This is a gold mine. Anyway, there are people, so they take you, once you wait for an hour, they take you in another area and they say, okay, get undressed and put this particular robe on which is really not a robe it's it's it has three holes what yes and I'm Where so, the th- where's the third i don't i couldn't figure it out she i said well does it open in the back of the front she goes you'll figure it out there's three holes one for your head and two oh, for your arms so the head it covers the head it was a disaster oh I, I i thought God. it was like i thought it was like a test of my iq i, I could like, only imagine I, i'm like shaking i'm like trying to put this thing on and i'm like why am i the only one who doesn't get this oh. so i finally get this contraption on i don't know if it was on right or what I walked out, I'm like sitting in this little waiting area with all these other people who are, are, for whatever reason, one girl refused, flatly refused to put the robe on until she was ready to go. She's like, I have modesty. I go, I had three kids. What, if you had kids, you would not be modest anymore about wearing a robe. And, You're trying to convince people in the waiting room to yeah. put their shit on? Yeah. And you know, what she, you know what she said to me? I had five. I'm like, then what are you worried about? Well, how is this a discussion that's taking place in the waiting room of an MRI clinic? What? What? Because I felt like talking to people. When I talk, then make gets my mind off of the, what's going to be happening. Are next. you worried about getting in an MRI thing? I was concerned about, and I, rightfully so. S- right, rightfully so. Yeah, yeah. Rightfully so. Yeah, yeah. Just go on. I was concerned because you go in this little tube, which they said is an open MRI, but it really isn't open. And then they put gave you ear earphones. And by the way, it's not all that comfortable because you're laying on your back and it's a long 
45 minute procedure where they give you ear earplugs. You put them in and all of a sudden you hear clanging, clanging. I asked her if I could wear my, my, air, my Apple earbuds. She said, what are they called? The AirPods? Yeah. She said no. Yeah, obviously she said no. I was kind of bummed about that. I would like to hear a little Avid Brothers in there. Then I would have been, I wouldn't have minded. I could stay there all day. Oh my God. Anyway, I'm in that thing. It's clanging. It's, it's to, you hear hammering. It's like a test of how much, how annoying you could be, how annoying something could be to you. It's the loud noises that you hear in that place. And about 15 minutes into it, she goes, how are you doing? I go, great. Is it almost done? She's like, no, you got another half hour. I'm like, no, oh my God. no, 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 no. So anyway, but no, no, I somehow, no, no, I somehow no. made it through. I got done. I got yeah, the MRI. I have you. no idea what the results. That's great. Uh, I'm just glad it's over with. And Congratulations. That, and that was my exciting story. I'm very I, I would like to you. know if anybody else has gone through this. I have. For, oh, for your head? No. What? What do you mean for my head? <laughs> you need an MRI on your head. I thought yeah, you, what the fuck I thought does you that mean? migraines or something. No, I've never gotten one for that. I would love one for that, but I haven't gotten one for <laughs> oh, that. What did you get it for? I, when I was, uh, I was like, I was four years ago, maybe I had a very stressful job and I, when I get stressed, my bowels clench up. <laughs> oh, I forgot about this. And I, they made you have an MRI for this. Well, hold on. So, so uh, two weeks pass and the pain in my stomach is getting worse and worse and worse. And finally there's one day at work and I'm like, holy moly. I need to go to the hospital immediately. I have the worst side pain in the world. I'm convinced I have oh, appendicitis. I, I figured you, you went right to the. I'm Google, having an appendix attack. Google. I didn't need Google. Pain. Yeah, I'm sure. I you know Google. exactly where my appendix is, Tell and me I you was didn't convinced Google. I didn't need to Google. You Googled. I did. I have Googled this so many fucking times. Thanks. I could read the WebMD appendicitis <laughs> attack. So you was verbatim. It? You would have told me if you had an appendicitis. So attack. I go to the fucking the the nearest hospital. I just drive myself. <laughs> Immediately, emergency yeah, as room. As opposed to taking a, an ambulance, yeah, or, it was or that an Uber painful? or something. You know, uh -huh. most people don't drive to the emergency room. They usually, if you're in that critical of condition to go to the emergency room, you're not driving yourself. So why were you driving? I just roll on up there. Okay, I could barely get out of the car. I get out of the car. My side is on fire. I get inside. I'm like, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, I have an appendis, appendicitis right now. <laughs> you you diagnose yourself. Yeah, in triage. I have in appendicitis. Triage. I gotta go first. So Otherwise, you wait there, for like a fucking hour. They start the morphine. They they give me this. They uh, gave you morphine. They give me. The, they wanted to see what's going on inside, so they give me the what that dye. Oh, the to contrast. Contrast. Dye with con yeah. Tastes like shit. I didn't have to do that. Thank the Lord. I I and then they shove this fucking thing up my ass what yeah they shoved a fucking a, a scope or something right up my ass <laughs> and i think i said to the Wait, technician that's not an mri by the way i think i said to the technician oh that is not fun that is not fun you're on morphine and it still hurt you lubed it all up and shoved it in there oh my god then why would you want to have anal sex if you didn't like that uh, well i think anal sex you're a little more lubricated or a you little just more said that they had lube and they gave you morphine no your body your body is way more receptive to getting a fucking pole shoved up your asshole <laughs> like also i'm not like dying to have anal sex anytime soon so okay. i don't know why you i not anal sex but i know you've dabbled in 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 having like what I've is, dabbled a prostate in, massage. I've dabbled in talking about having a prostate massage. Okay. But I have Maybe not. this is not a good idea if you didn't like that pull up your ass thing. No. Okay. Well, anyway, so I, at that point, I think they did put me in one of those machines. So they stuck they, a they pull up your ass and stuck yeah, you in right? I'm pretty sure they stuck they, they, the contrast, they stuck the pole in, and then I and they put me in a coffin. Oh, wait, can and, I just interrupt? I know I'm not supposed to look at this at, at the Instagram, but it says, so Cam has anal. No, I don't have anal. <laughs> I, I, I'm not closed off to it, but I haven't had it, and I don't. You know, I can't speak right. to it right now. Anyway, yeah, I guess I am kind of closed off to having another a, a penis in my ass. But anyway, <laughs> I, I, I am I am currently closed off to that. You idea. can admit to that. It's, no one, no one's well, gonna tell you to what to specify. I think anal play is fine. But I, he doesn't want a dick up his ass. I don't want a dick up my ass right what now. What about a, what about a dildo? I don't have any desire for a dildo. Right. I got the fucking rod shoved up my ass <laughs> in this contrast situation, and then that was, was enough for like the rest of my life. I think I didn't like it. Well, why was why were you doing all this? Because you had a stomachache. A stomachache. Yeah. So anyway, I I I, I I I'm sitting in the waiting room. Or no, at this point, I'm in like a hospital bed, waiting for the doctor to come in, taking a sweet ass time, 
doctor comes in. I'm like, all right, when are you going to remove the appendix? And because when are you going to remove the appendix? Yeah. And he goes, well, turns out the scans showed something else. What? Your FOS, full of stool. <laughs> full of shit, really. So I, that's exactly what I said. I'm full of shit. Oh my god, you are full he, of stool. He did not enjoy that joke whatsoever. You had all that done to you because you were full of stool. I was stool? stressed. Two weeks, I went without shitting. Well, did you mention that, or do you never thought about that? Why you went right to appendix? You didn't think, well, I haven't taken a shit in two weeks. Well, I was taking little rabbit pellet poops, so I did. It wasn't. I hate those. Yeah, it was not. It wasn't a big release, so I just kept building and building and building, and then well, that's next, a so good, you know, you uh, think you have appendicitis, you have to get a radish up your ass. <laughs> Okay. Anyone else who would like to tell us about their experiences with the MRI or any of this? Prost- proct- have you had a proctoscope? I've never had a proctoscope. I, uh, I can't wait for that. That fucking that's gonna this, be wonderful. Blue haired girl says she fucking loved getting an MRI. They have these amazing headphones that were resistant to magnets and they could be used in the machine. I did not have amazing headphones. I had these little foam pieces of shit. And it's stuck in my ear, but in did, my ears, but and they didn't do much good. Did you want to talk about your little play date that you had? Okay, so the other thing I did this weekend, besides get an MRI, is I when I, you know what, I realized when when you get divorced or when you become single after you know you go through a death of a spouse, the first thing you do is find single friends. Yeah. So I found this. Whole you got to find your crew. I had a whole crew in Chicago and I still do. When I come in town, it's like, oh my God, I just like love hanging with these different groups of people. There's some that are single, some are married, some are from my sorority, you know, all that kind of thing. But I come back to California, I got not nobody hmm. except for my fam. Because you just moved here. I moved here just a, a few years ago and I've been back and forth to Chicago so much. I, and also, I'll, I just think where I live in Hollywood, it's not conducive to people my age. Most people my age are already on, they're on the coast. There's not even people my age in here. Yeah, this area is a very young area, a lot of Instagrammers. Anyway, I do like the the vibrancy and the fun area of Hollywood, but it doesn't lend itself to a lot of women over the age of 40, let alone 50, let alone 60. Okay? But guess what? I have a crew now. You got a crew? You found a crew? Well, everyone knows about my Nina Hartley, who's... Um, the. It looks like me. We're my doppelganger. Nina Hartley porn star is how All you right, typically sex introduce Sex educator. Sex oh, educator and you're changing adult it. entertainer. Okay. Anyway, she and her partner and one of my friends, Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce, who's appeared on this podcast as well, we all went to get Manny Petties together. And oh, I, it was my God. hilarious, first of all. What was that discussion like? There's always, it's a freedom of, of talking about everything that you don't normally talk about when you're back home. With your other friends. When I've gone in there, I, I've visited a couple times just to pick you up or something like that. It is there's not like a conversation taking place. It's kind of like a popcorn. I'm. It's like you're having a conversation with yourself, trying to get the attention of everyone else. Nina's having a conversation with herself, trying to get the attention of everyone else. Is, is this been the case? It was this also the case. Well, you forgot. There's about no one thread. All the, all the women, the, especially the Vietnamese, who I I tell them. My girl Hong, who I love, my she's my wine connoisseur. The Vietnamese. When did you become well, this they're old all, racist? No. <laughs> Where you become? <laughs> they're all from Vietnam, but she, she. Yeah, but who calls them the Vietnamese? Because she starts talking in Vietnamese to the girl next to me, and I'm always like, "Are you guys talking behind my back?" Oh my god! My. They, they 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 do that deliberately. They she knows perfect English, so I'm like, "Why are you talking to her unless it's about me?" Okay. So it usually is it about you? Probably not. It has nothing to do with me. But they obviously did not want me to know what they're talking yeah, it about. Could just be they're having their own conversation they that might they don't be, need you part of. They might be saying, "I cannot believe these people are talking about sex so openly because it, this is not part of their culture," which I've talked about with her many times. So it was a good little crew outing. So fun to be with the crew. So I got a crew. It's this called. So, the do you have sex to get educator to get... crew? I love that you're in the sex educator crew. I am. <laughs> how what do you like what is the conversation it's all about sex we always it always lends itself to sex about the sex that you guys are having or no. just in general general questions we were having just while, while nina is going to barcelona with and she's going to be with another couple that we've had on our podcast um she's going to be with uh erica lust, erica lust pablo and pablo Dobner. Yeah, which was one of our past uh, episodes. She's a 
porn director and geared towards females. And I, I'm and I know little inside scoop that Nina is going to be playing a dom. Oh wow! She got hot. Scott. She got she got put acrylic nails on. She hates acrylic nails, and she's always been like the one to get like either buff nails or just light pink. She got dark blue. I mean, this this is this is a well thought out kind scene. She's going to be playing an S and M woman. It's going to be hot. Kind of like my nails right now. It's yeah. Your nails are. Why do you have one nail that's blue? That's exactly what uh, Lisa just asked. What's up with your one painted fingernail? Why do you have that? Uh, my friend uh, was at. We were at a party this weekend, and she decided she needed to paint a nail of mine. Okay. So I painted the nail. Well, as long as I'm not the third. So now finger. I got the long hair and the painted nail. This is the third. And you wonder why people come up to the table when we're sitting down and they say, "Hello, ladies." Do you think I need to remove this nail before? Uh, tomorrow before our meeting we have a big meeting tomorrow big people. meeting we're not going to tell you what it is yet but it's very it's very exciting okay so do i need to fucking do i need to remove this nail what do you guys think no i think it looks you think i keep this on yeah what are you kidding I think this it, is very surprising i just think you know what you got your sporting a hairdo you're, you're doing a california look wow so i can't believe you think who that gives a shit about your nail honestly I just think that it is a little. You know, listen, it depends how we want yeah. want to. Uh, what, <laughs> if, you know See, how we want to. Are, people are talking about got, their nail. I I don't know if they're saying absolutely, absolutely not, not. Don't get, get rid, of, rid of it or. Yeah. And then someone said, it, yeah, "Carrie said it's a look. It's a look, the, all right. It's the a, whole nail. Keep it on, haha. It's the whole vibe." All right, so maybe I'll keep this it. thing. We're keeping the nail. All right. Anyway, so those are my... Dude, you know what? I kind of like that. I was, I was doing my morning pages this morning. Okay. I have to do morning pages. You got to do morning pages. For, our, for those of you guys who it's, are just tuned in... Stream it, of consciousness, yeah. three pages of just writing whatever's on your mind. It's not supposed to be... It's not meant to be read. It's not meant to be used for anything. It's just a time for you to brain dump. But I found myself writing about my painted nail. That's oh. when you know you have a lot of stuff going on in your life. Yeah, I was going to say, man, that's, I think that says three, a lot if well, that's what your concerns no, are. No, because three pages, it, you end up having, you end up writing a shitload. Did you write about your appendicitis? No, I didn't mention that. Okay. Uh, but, so that's but about I did, it for the life update. I'm, I I'm am moving not on. done. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. How long can we talk about your fingernail? I want to say that it represents something. What? I think that this is a little, like a little subversive fingernail and i like having a subversive fingernail like like you're a little rebel without a cause yes yes oh my god you're so rebellious cam that you have a i am, a, I am a, not a, abiding a, a fingernail to any... that's not clear it's it's got a, like a silver tone to it yeah gray. i'm not fitting in and any by the goddamn way, box over here i got like a you finger fuck you smut first of all it's not the third finger but second of all you smudge that one nail by the way it's not even like done well i think i actually think that adds to it Okay. I think it adds to the look. We have so much to talk about. Well, if it was really a beautifully want... painted nail, it wouldn't be good. Okay. What? It's time to move on. I want to talk about... Uh, do you give a fuck about my life updates? Because it seems That's like you're only I wanted concerned to get about to. your own life updates. I didn't updates. think the whole, the whole life update was about your nail. No, it wasn't. Or your hair. Well, this party I was at. Ah. I, this party sounded like I'd like to be there. It was very fun. It was a silent disco. Everyone gets headphones when you enter. Actually, not everyone. There's only like 100, 150 headphones. And this was a massive party. I can't believe you had that many people in a house. Yeah, it was nuts. Wow. And maybe I'm exaggerating. But it seemed like I'm there was at least I'm guessing there was probably like 50. No, no, no. And the many, thing was you, fucking packed. And there were there were out of headphones. Oh. And then, I, you know, you got to share them. People are coming up to me and asking me if you have, you know, yeah, they clearly see I'm dancing. There's You only hear music. Everyone's dancing in this room. They have like a dance room in the in the place. Everyone's dancing, but you can only hear the music if you're wearing the headphones. And there's like three DJs playing. By the way, they put on our podcast in one of the stations. No. Yes. Did I tell you this? No. Yeah, they put on one of the stations. How can you dance to our podcast? And, and, and I was, I'm going up to... And you can see by the color that's on the headphones it, what station people are listening to. Well, people listening to it? So some there are occasionally people, strangers, were listening to this podcast. Oh, that's good, good PR. It was great PR. I would go up to them when I saw them listening and I, and I would try ask them, you know, what are you listening to? And the responses were unbelievable. First of all... Good or bad or indifferent? I would try to find out if they could tell whether the voice that was asking the question was the same voice that was in their ears. No one could tell. 
It's hilarious. Yes. So you're like going up and saying, what do you think of what you're listening? And they're going like, what are, what are the responses? Uh, so I think they were just, conf- they thought it was funny that they were listening to a podcast at a dance party. But then other people, one girl was like, oh, I don't know. It's super boring though. You should go to ri- the other color. And I was like, what the fuck? That's my podcast. You, you did say that? To- yeah. Fuck her. I think she just didn't want to be listening to a podcast at a Right. At I mean, who wa- at a dance party wants to be listening to a podcast? But then I saw that it was inspiring some conversations. I overheard people talking about whether they talk about sex with their parents. I love that. And one of them told me that she has very kinky grandparents who constantly are talking about fucking. That is so funny. You know, and we've it, heard this before that the grandparents, it's like skips a generation. The grandparents are cool. The parents are conservative and then the kids are cool. I don't know if she was cool, but anyway, yeah, it turns out that, that uh, her grand her grandma broke a rib by fucking on the kitchen counter at like 67 or 68 or something. I like love that. that. Yeah. It's funny as fuck. Yep. Okay, so that's a little... Oh, oh. so another a little thing I wanted to talk about in that situation. I have found... You know, what? What have you found? Why is that funny? Just when... I, I, I just know where this is going to go. This is some, some revelation. I have found that there's always a part of me that, I'm, that is constant... I'm, I'm fighting against. You know, when you go to the... And I think I've discussed this on the show, but now I've talked about it with several of my guy friends, and I'm curious if this applies to women as well, where when I'm at a party or a social event and there's potential mates there... You like that Are you word, talking mates? about relationship mates or just yeah, yeah. fuck mates? Pe- anything. Okay. People that you can have a connection with. It's very hard for me to remain present... In, and enjoy the dancing, you know, even though it's a very fun environment, everyone's hanging out, dancing, doing whatever. And at the same time, I'm enjoying the music and I'm also feeling torn because I'm like, oh, should I be trying to talk to this person or dance closer to that person? Or So you're scoping out everything that's going on. You're not my really... My brain like... is split. Yeah, you're on the hunt. I guess there's a little... The hunt makes it sound a little possessive. Yeah. No, I'm saying hunt, meaning that you're on the lookout for potential yeah. um, relationship material. Yes, 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 yes. yes. I, I think that's good. Well, it's a little. It, it, if you want to go to some place really just to dance, then just go someplace to dance. But if you want to go someplace to meet people in a house party, then you're gonna have to be on the well, lookout. Well, it's a it's a half and half situation. I'm, I'm wondering if if women feel the same way. It, it's like you're never really fully they, present, you know? Because you know they're thinking, uh, does this guy have a big package? Yeah. Some one of my friends. Uh, he turned to me in the middle of the the party and goes, everyone here, he goes, the great thing is about, about this place is everyone here wants to fuck. I love that. Yeah, I think he was on drugs, yeah. but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I thought that was a very funny line. Um, anyway, so if you have if you have an answer to that, if you're a, a woman, uh, please uh, hit me up if you ever feel that, uh, you know, that... Or if you're a man. That split mind. Yes, think, text mom. I think people are always focusing, like you're, when you're in line at Starbucks, you're not really focusing on your coffee as much as you're like, well, let me think about that person around me. You know, just, you know, I'm always focusing on something else that's going on. So Cirque du Soleil says, exactly. I'm either there to dance and be myself or I'm 10% scoping it out. What's or one? maybe she meant 100% scoping it out. Um, and then I'm not, I'm going to. You're avoiding the what, question from mom about the biggest dick? Yeah, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to oh avoid my that God. one. Carrie well, does someone, asked. Does, does someone oh. think I'm going to walk around with a measuring stick and like, oh, is this the biggest dick I've ever fucked? No, mom, you're one want, inch shorter than that. I don't want to discuss that. Uh, Carrie said, when you let go and become present is when you get approached. And that is what I have found. And another friend of mine said he has just completely given up on trying to, you know, go and try to find someone he's he is like yeah it's it, i've come to determine that it's really just the the woman's determination if, you know what that's not necessarily true your brother met uh, a girl that he's dating in that same situation yeah but i think at maybe, a dance party I, and he had a conversation with her for like 10 minutes got her number and then they've been seeing each yeah other. but maybe she approached him or smiled at him first or something like that what difference does it make who approaches no who? but that's this guy's point he says it's really just it just be on the just be present and you'll notice when someone is checking you out or something like that. Or if you get a confident girl, she will come up to you. See, there's an irony here because women feel like they don't... I often hear this from my women friends. They do not feel like they uh, want to approach 
the guy because it seems desperate or something like that. But because it seems desperate. Yeah, I think that I think that. Or they just feel like society says the man has to approach a woman. Or there's like a power dynamic or something. I don't know. I I just heard. We gotta Nikki break Gla- that mold. I, I heard Nikki Glaser talking about this too recently. Yeah, I mean, we gotta break that. We gotta break off of that. Us women have to go up, which is what I've done in the past. I just walked up to a group of five guys one time when I was single. I was like, which one of you wants to dance with me? Jesus Christ! And you know what? One guy stepped up to the plate, bought <laughs> me a drink, danced all night, saw him for a year. Oh wow! Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Um, so you guys don't wait around. I mean, guys meaning girls or guys. <laughs> one five four three two one. Walk up to the person and ask them out, or ask well, them to dance, or just ask them about the weather. Just do something. Cam, I'm going to tell you a little bedtime story. Oh yeah, what is it, mother? About a year ago, I realized that I hate all my pillows. Oh boy. Either they're too lumpy, they're too hard, they're too soft. I'm with you. They don't give you neck support. I felt like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. I could not find the right one. And you know how important the pillow is to sleep? Yeah, it makes up 25% of your sleep surface. No one's thinking about the pillow. The pillow is the money shot. And so we're excited to say we are sponsored by Honeydew Sleep. They make the perfect pillow. If you're looking for a pillow, this is the place to go. I love this fucking thing because once you started talking about it, I decided I needed to get one. I reached out. They sent me one. It comes in this amazing curved shape. It looks like a moon. And I will have to say, it supports my neck and back. I don't have any neck pain. It's, it's amazing. The best part is it's a family-owned business in California, and they touch every pillow before they send it out. And the filling of these pillows are copper-infused, so it's naturally antimicrobial, antibacterial. And they're extremely soft yet firm. It's customizable, so you can remove filling if you need to. You should see what I did with mine. What did you it's do? A perfect, it's a perfect little pancake for myself. <laughs> yeah. I, did, I just used mine right out of the box, and it was perfect. If you're looking for the perfect place to rest your melon, then go to honeydewsleep.com, enter promo code MOM. You'll get 20% off. You deserve it. Get it for the holidays. Go to honeydewsleep.com, enter promo code MOM. It is always like someone puts a baby step of interest in and then the other person can reciprocate or not. And then then there's another interest. What's in the it. worst that can happen is you put a giant step in the right direction to meet I'll someone. I'll tell you why. And they reject you. Who gives a fuck? They don't know you. I'll tell you what happened. So I was at this party, this dance party. Yes. Dancing my little heart out. And there was a cute girl there. That suddenly, I, I, I'd scoped her out. And then she came and started aggressively dancing at me oh and you didn't like this i don't know what happened but i ju- i didn't know how to keep up i got in my head or something i just it didn't i, I got Were all you, nervous like, repulsed i wasn't repulsed it just was like it was so aggressive that it, it wasn't it wasn't well that wasn't gonna work well so that's what that's exact to respond no. to your no you don't have to like be big, one you don't have to be nuts you don't have to be like grabbing your dick on the dance floor no it was just like the intensity with which she was dancing she might have been on drugs too well, yeah, then there's that. Yeah. Well, there is a clown. Uh, oh, no. What? What? There's a clown what? There's a clown exercise that we do. What is it? So one person. So usually there's one person on stage and they come out from behind the curtain and they offer something to a, a, a funny little gesture to the audience. And if the audience laughs, you, you, the person can take a step forward. If they don't enjoy it, then you kind of have to sit there or take a step back. And you see how close the audience you can get or just how connected you can be with the audience to know exactly where you should be on stage. I like that. And it's not necessarily, the goal is not necessarily to get as close to the audience as possible. It's just to be completely connected with them so that you know how, like, like where the boundary is between you two, which is very interesting. I think that should be applied to all relationships. I like it. You do? Kind of. Kind of? Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's kind of. It's going to be hard to act, like maybe act that out in real life at, at certain times. I but. think it's just a, it, it's just an exercise of raising awareness for, you know, are am I connecting with this person? Should I continue in this direction? Or yeah. is this, am I feeling like a little repulsion from the person? You like can when, feel when someone's not interested in talking to you. And also you can take it one step further. And if you're on a date with someone should you, and you start kissing them, how, you know, it's sort of like a dance as to how much you, you do. And then if that person's reciprocating or if they want to step back and do, you know, yeah. some less... And sometimes, advanced kissing. And sometimes when you feel the other person's energy and what they're giving off and you respond to that in right. kind, like, oh, they don't want to go there, then it actually propels you guys forward. 
Yes. Very interesting. Because it shows that you're very aware. Yes. Precisely. Perfect. You don't so, feel pressured. So anyway, I didn't end up dancing with that well, girl. Well, that girl was not taking your cues that she was a little too forceful. She took them. Lisa took says, them. I can't stand going out with my friends who are on the hunt. And then Cirque du Soleil said, yeah, 100%. I think that in... That I, is annoying too. In, I think that my with, with my guy friends... They're I think always it, on the hunt. Yeah. That, no. Yeah. No, they're they aware of when it's a situation where they should be hunting, when not, not Right, to. but they came over the other day and they were dressed like, I don't know what, talk about clown. It was like a clown club. It was like, you guys should all been piling in one car, clown car. They were, we were all in one clown car. It was very funny. Clip a boy, jo- boy low says, give, give example of being present. That's a good question, clip a boy low. You're, Just to stay. I was listening to a tick, tick not ton. Oh my God! Who the hell lecture is that? on the way here? Who is Thich Nhat Hanh? He is actually a Vietnamese uh, monk who is he was nominated. I think he won the Nobel Peace Prize. He was nominated by Martin Luther King Jr. I thought the you were talking. I thought you were talking about someone who's doing the TikTok app. No, not the TikTok app. This guy is a, a pro monk. He has his own thing in in France called Plum Village. Anyway, okay. he talks about. Being present and what what is an example of being present? It is when your body and your mind are completely there. You're not thinking about the past. You're not thinking about the future. Are you thinking only about then, sports? No, you're not thinking about. I mean, you, maybe you're if you're aware that you're thinking about sports. He talks about your relationship with your mummy. He says, M- "Me, me, me." Well, in, Am this, I the in mummy? this lecture, you're the mummy. Yes, mummy. Are mummies present? That's exactly what he was asking. Sometimes, you know, if the mummy is not present, the child can feel, you know, they're oh. there physically, but they're not there mentally. Right. And you might as well not even be there physically if that's the case. Oh. This is like being with a partner when they're on their phone at I night. I hate that. It's like you're not, they're not even there. Don't even go there. You, I feel like you probably are very rarely there. Excuse me. I feel like you're on the phone all the goddamn time. I'm talking about when I don't even go there with my partner who's also on the phone. So the two of you guys have escaped somewhere else. But have you ever seen like in a restaurant, you go in the restaurant, you see two people that are on the phone. They're not even talking to each other. They're, just, they're both on the phone. I don't allow that. I remember I, I was working. I, I had a job that required me to travel and we'd have di- I'd have dinner with this partner every every night. There was this girl. Actually, I had a kind of sexual tension with this girl. Okay. Okay. But it got to the point that we got so comfortable with each other that she starts taking out her phone and, and just starts looking at her phone as we're waiting for the meal. Yeah. Well, your father used to do that with the newspaper. What the fuck is that? Your father would go with his best friend every day to lunch. They'd sit down across from each other. They'd pull out their newspapers. This is before cell phones. And they would, during the entire, they always ordered the same thing. And they ate the entire lunch reading the newspaper. For some reason, I don't think that's that bad. That is not being present. It's, but it's, you're almost like when you're reading with someone and they're reading, it's like a group activity at that point. Well, what about, I actually kind of like that. How is that different from looking at your phone as a group activity? Because it's not, in this situation, it wasn't like a mutual, oh, let's go to lunch and. Oh, one of you was looking at the phone, the other one was not. I'm trying to engage in a fucking conversation and she's scrolling Instagram. What the fuck is that? Well, some bullshit is what that is. Um, all right, a few more questions about you and dick size. Um, you know, why? Bryson says, I find it hard to approach women. I try the five seconds of courage. I needed it. It doesn't happen. Bryson, five second rule just doesn't keep work. trying the five second rule. Um, what about that one or before that? That was a funny one. Just say, want a bone, LOL. I like that. Yeah, what we got a question about is, what is aggressive dancing like? From my dirt girl world. I think she started like kind of twerking in front of me. I didn't know how to respond to that. Um, how would you respond if someone started twerking in front of you? Uh, I would respond in kind and twerk back at the person. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I would do. But it wasn't like a I real I am like twerk. the worst twerker too, by the way. I was trying to twerk the other day for D's. I don't think he understood I was twerking. Oh, my God. Um, we got a, a Cirque du Soleil loves Tic Natan right on. It's not, it's not about just going to lunch to talk. We love going for food and just being eating in silence just to be together. Who, Cirque du Soleil. You are. You and, you and the Dalai be, Lama cam are on the, on the same wavelength. Yes. And then and Lisa uh, suggests that I just move up and let them grind on you. It wasn't like a grinding situation. 
it, what, she wasn't trying to grind. It was it was I like trying it. to. She was trying to. It's just something. I don't know what the fuck a, was going on there. A little too aggressive. It was an aggressive dance. I appreciated that. The so Bryson, thought, it was just too much for me. You, Bryson, if you had a girl that was grinding up like that, how would you respond? Because he's very sensitive as well. I wanted to uh, discuss a, a listener question. I'm ready. We got a. I over the weekend decided to ask um, for suggestions for topics. Yeah. Um, from our our Instagram followers, and aside from just comments about my hair, new haircut that everyone seems to fucking love, which I don't actually have, uh, we got some interesting questions. So I'll I'll get into it. How about that? Okay. When is it okay to have sex, and how much? I've recently had the issue where my boyfriend never initiates sex anymore, and when I want to have sex, I have to ask, and it doesn't seem natural. Is this common? Yes. This is so common that even I'm aware of this, and I've never had a relationship that's lasted more than six months. <laughs> okay. And do you have any comments on it? Well, I, I actually cannot... I only know from hearsay that this take place. I, I have never been in a relationship long enough to actually... Get bored? Yep. Yeah. I don't even know if boredom is the right word. Find prioritizing it, not number one. Yeah, but this is so common, especially where I hear that in a heterosexual couple, the the woman uh, has to start initiating. I hear this among my friends all the time. Yeah, I mean, I think that especially if you go to the stage where you're having kids, woman's desire is like waning. The novelty wears off. The no, no, it's not the the woman's desire. Oh, the woman has a desire, not the man. Yes. Huh. So well, I guess it could go both ways. Either is way, what your yeah. Misinterpretation suggests. Right. And also sometimes it's like someone's more into it than others. You know, it's, if you're going through some period of your life where you're kind of depressed and you don't want to have sex, the other person's, you know, still horny. What do you do? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So or be, or, yeah, I, I just think it's hard to always be on the same page sexually. So just understand. So what? It's okay to, how do you, I could imagine though that gets frustrating. Well, no, you have the conversation outside of the bedroom about it. Don't, not every night, like, yeah, like your dad, he always wanted to have sex every day. Yeah. but That got annoying. Okay. But imagine. And he said to me, it would be nice if you initiate it. I'm like, how, yeah. am I, how am I going to initiate when you always initiate every day? <laughs> it's hard to initiate when you're <laughs> always initiating. Well, I guess in, in the reverse, I mean, what would you have, what would you have liked him to do? To, to get to get me in the mood yeah. a back massage I, I always say to everybody male or female don't underestimate the power of a back uh-huh. massage you Very offer good. you offer a loving back massage to your partner that partner will in kind eventually either give a loving back massage back which is great or maybe even give a loving back massage back and go into sex or vice versa I say try the back massage which relates to another question we got which was for i want you to discuss foreplay men like done to them back massage any sort of massage any front phys- massage any physical contact i think the massaging is key i also think you know seductive texting prior to the the sexual encounter i like that too yeah i think anything with uh I think there's a lot of foreplay that you can do with men that uh, that will work. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know if there's much of a difference between the foreplay men like versus the foreplay women like. Uh, yeah, women need a lot more foreplay. I mean, quantity maybe. Men, from what I found, sometimes a man was just happy to see you walk naked across the room. It, I, this is the mis. This is a miss. A no, little a min, a misunderstanding. Misnomer, a misnomer. Yes, this it is, depends. It, it, listen, it depends. Here's the difference. Uh, for me, I, I'm only speaking for myself. Yes, if a, wo- if, a, if a woman I'm attracted to is naked and walks across the room, I could I can get aroused and come immediately. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, <laughs> usually faster than I like. But however, <laughs> I, it, the intensity of the orgasm and the arousal and the whole experience can be heightened dramatically. If you hold on. If there's more foreplay involved. And, it, and it's not the foreplay same. Foreplay equals time. To be present with each other. Yes. It, it's a completely different experience. And to foreplay be, can be like watching porn together. And, and just having having the sex when you see it like a hot body and that's it. And without the foreplay, it's, it's, it's almost like masturbate. It feels very masturbatory where, okay. it's, where you don't prioritize the, the pleasure of the whole situation. So don't think that just men can just boom. get. And I'm, by the way... I know a lot of guys who have trouble getting it up, even when they oh, without yeah. foreplay or yeah. with foreplay. Erectile, so erectile 
dysfunction is a very tough thing to deal with. It's not, I don't even want to call it erectile dysfunction because literally half my friends can't get up the, whenever they want to have sex. Or when they have to wear a condom for the first time. Yeah, or what if they're just uncomfortable with the person. There's a lot of issues. But I mean, if you're in a relationship and I don't know, what are we talking about right now? I'm all off track because I saw someone saying, uh, it's hard to think, so what? It's very frustrating, but also I feel like there's not really a solution. There are definitely solutions because there are sexologists that, that uh, can d- address this. And I, I know a lot of people who go see them. I also want to make... Psychologists it- that focus on sex. You can go a couple times and get a lot of relief. I also want to um, offer the caveat. We are not sex educators, despite my mother having a crew of sex educators that she hangs out with. That's true. Although we have at not this been point, trained in this at this point, I think I've been discussing sex for so long that uh, and read reading so much about it that even though I don't have a so, I have a social work degree, which is not the same thing. Um, I feel like I'm pretty knowledgeable about it. Okay, so what do you suggest to this person then when the when the boyfriend is not offering as much? What the uh, the boyfriend is not initiating as much? What do you suggest? I suggest a conversation. Okay, that, outside say that, of the bedroom. That you had the conversation with your husband. Yes. And you said, I can't, how can I initiate when you're initiating every day? Yeah. So, so that obviously did not work. No, it did work. It did? So he stopped initiating altogether. It was great. <laughs> 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 no, I mean, we actually came up with like a solution. Which was? Like if one of us were interested in having sex, we light a candle. Okay, so, so that does not seem to be the... I mean, I guess if the issue is who initiates it, the, the issue is communicating the initiation. That would that would solve that problem. But it might just be that one of the partners is not wanting to initiate as much. We also decided because then that you can take away the initiation if you decide on a okay Sunday night's going to be our sex night. Mm. So that's also helpful. Then neither one of you have to initiate because you both know this is you know this is up and coming and you're kind of like anticipating it and it's not even a discussion. Yeah, because after you have sex. Nine times out of ten, maybe nine point nine times out of ten, you're like, "Why don't we have sex more often?" Because it's fun. Hmm. Hmm. I like that. All right. Uh, Lisa says, "Yes, I'm finding most of my uh, girlfriends want more sex than the man." That's a flip. That's a lot. I'm I'm telling you, that's what I've been finding as well. Blue-haired girl likes the candle idea. The candle idea works. She's stealing it. You. You can see. Just give me some props somewhere on uh, Instagram saying, here's my candle. It worked. Okay, very good. Will you light my candle? Oh, See, it was rent. a part of rent. I wanted to discuss something Won't that... you light mother, my candle? Mother, you're getting out of hand. Well, the ADD is kicking in. I wanted to discuss... Derek says he needs it every day and loves it. He's referring to sex in this? Yep. That's very nice. Okay, I think we've made it to a new level of fame, Mother. We, oh, my God. I forgot about this. You guys are not going to believe this. We have been cited and misquoted. Misquoted. No, I don't think misquoted. I think it, that they were just... Okay. Entirely misquoted. It's not about misquoting because there were no quotes to be quoted. Yes, yes there were. It was, a, it was about... Hold on. You, we haven't explained what it is. Okay. We have been written up in a British tabloid. And Rob the Thatcher, if, if you're watching... I'm, uh, did you have anything to do with this? Because I don't know how they found us. You think Rob the Thatcher got us in the tabloid? I don't, he's the only person I know in England that he's would be involved. He's the only person in the, you know in England at the, all. With the Daily Star. So the Daily di- Star is di- a tabloid in London or England or one of those British areas. So, And I'm so excited that we were part of this. I'm not that excited. I like to be part of, of a tabloid. I hate being part Any of it. Any publicity is good publicity. So the the headline of this tabloid was Wailing White Light and Angel Wings Possessed Man's Terrifying Exorcism. How hilarious is that? The comedian found himself being the subject of an exorcism after visiting a throat specialist. Now, for your edification... They are referring to a podcast episode that we just did, which is episode, do you know the podcast episode we did? No. It was recently. Mm-hmm. It was it, called Cam's Exorcism. Cam's Exorcism. And it's about Cam going to get some help from someone who does breath work. And his response, and a lot of his response, some, well, would it was you say- It episode 258. Two, it's episode 258. Would you say that you- exaggerated your response a little bit or yeah for comedic for, no no, yeah. no 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 you know no actually if anything 
I under under uh, discussed it. Like it was a really wild experience. Well, I think you emphasize that. However, I, first of all, this guy was not a throat specialist. He was a healer. Second of all, it was not like a like an exorcism that I was terrified of. I actually found it quite relieving well, they didn't and say, a positive experience. They, did they say that you were terrified? Yes. Oh. The, yes. So they basically took it completely out of context. Yes. And didn't understand that a lot of it was... Cam, a, little, a little bit was for the bit, and a lot of it was... Cam revealed a recent visit to a throat specialist turned bizarre after finding himself being exercised instead. Well, you did call it Cam's exorcism, so why are you... Yeah, because it was a joke. It was, Well, it kind of wasn't a joke, but I wasn't like going to a doctor's office like an ENT and saying, hey, can you do something about this throat, <laughs> and, and suddenly I got exercised. Uh, what the fuck is that? A throat specialist? He was not a throat specialist. Second, then you go. they go on to say, they, they start misquoting me, saying his mom, who was confused by the entire story, asked, crying, wailing? Cam said, tears, but screaming, tears like fear. Did you say that? No. Okay. Tears like fear? I was not, cr- first of all, I was wailing, like yell, shouting, and it wasn't out of fear. It was just out of cathartic release. And it wasn't, it, right. I wasn't, there weren't tears, tear, I would never say tears like fear. I don't Cam, usually cry. I think this, this is this our, is a complete this garbage is, This bullshit. is the first, they did not take a nice picture of us though and put it out there. No, they, they linked to our Instagram. Okay. I, I would just say though that, um, this is our first experience with tabloids. And, uh, so I, th- I love it's that it, it's that, entirely about me and all you can think of, oh, is this is great. Someone wanted to write about us. Yeah. No, that's garbage. Yeah. I, I always think of publicity is good publicity. I started wondering, this is also coming up in the morning pages. I wonder if this podcast gets any bigger, if I'm going to be able to handle people writing articles like this shit. We're going to get this shit all the time. That's going to be very, very troubling for me. I get the shit now. You do not. Oh, I get shit all the time on uh, people writing all kinds of shit about me. You do not. Yes, I do. You get tabloid articles about you that completely misquote you? No, and, and not tabloid. Misconstrue in a situation you have? No, but even when we went on Tosh.0, he was trying to like push it to the limits. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Who cares? It was Tash.0. All right. All right. We'll see. Oh, wait. Somebody says I was attacked by an entity as a young fella. Most god-awful thing there is. Oh. What does that mean? (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) Mr. Bean wanted us to talk about having a huge penis. Okay. That's a topic of conversation that people seem to be bringing that up. It's a picture of a a book that, uh, that I guess he's reading called uh, living with big penis or something like that yeah it, it's it's a blessing and a curse a lot of people think that it's such a great thing like you know what's better than 12 inches 13 that's what my boyfriend says but i don't necessarily feel like it's such a great thing why does he have this book it says how to live with a huge penis <laughs> advice meditations and wisdom for men who have too much let's let's get let's just go through that Give me a meditation for a guy that has too much. Thich Nhat Hanh never talked about living, yeah. how to live with a huge what, penis. What would you do? I like, am literally listening to a book right now called Living Mindfully or something like that. All right. So say you're trying to meditate about what to, how to the live. The art of mindful living. Okay. Go on. Say you're trying to meditate and you're trying to meditate about what to do about having a huge penis. Mm-hmm. Well, what, what, what would be going through your stream of consciousness? I would do some loving kindness techniques towards my big penis. What would you say? I'm grateful for this penis. It allows me to urinate. It allows me to ejaculate. It it allows me to express myself sexually. It it serves me. May this penis be happy, healthy, safe, and free from suffering. Okay, but now what if it's big? May this big penis (laughs) be happy healthy and not injure people safe and not injure people because i knew a guy that was na- nicknamed his dick the, i guess he was his nickname was the animal because he had such a large dick that he w- would literally like put a girl in the hospital if he had sex with her jesus christ isn't that unbelievable it so unbelievable. it's not always that great to have a big dick even though everybody thinks everybody wants a big dick oh my god okay so just to, just to wrap things up over here uh, Cirque du Soleil says, Cam, I'm reading that too. I have it on my bedside table. Every day I read a little. Wait, a, about the big penis? The, no, the art of living mindful, of mindful living. Oh, okay. By Thich Nhat okay. I can't even pronounce Thich Nhat I, I'm so far loving this book. Uh, the, the person who has been 
you know, possessed said, it means that the only way I prevented it from totally taking over my body and doing something very terrible things was by running outside, falling to my knees, raising my hands to the sky and asking for help. You had one of the experiences like Cam. What? You had those kind of weird experiences, like where you're having a spiritual awakening. He's having a spiritual awakening of some sort. I, that, did not re- that did not resonate with me. And help CSME. Yeah. Help came. And help came. I have never felt like I was being possessed by an entity. Ever. Okay. Apparently, that's what exorcism means. No. Exorcism. It was a, exercising it was a, an entity that's in you that you're trying to get out. That's not what I experienced. I experienced a cathartic release. Yes, you did. It, I did not think that I was being possessed by something. No judgment, but don't speak for me. It's saying don't. that I had a fucking <laughs> you, a possession. You did. You called it an exorcism. Yeah, what is the definition of an it was, exorcism? It was mainly a joke. Okay, so that's why he's saying it was a joke in the because it was it was a hyperbole for saying a, a cathartic. What am I going to say? Cam's cathartic release. You wouldn't let me put that as the title. But of the I got to tell Who you something. Click on that, that? that is a form of therapy. That when you have this like huge relief, this catharsis. It, it was a, during the, like, I think it was the 60s or 70s. It was a very popular technique for for getting all this really? shit out. Yeah, that you would have been really into that. Yeah, I've had it twice. Yeah. I've had it twice, mainly due for, to meditation. All right, now we're all about dick size on Instagram here. It says it? here, a nice size is good, but sometimes big dick people are lazy and think their sex is good because they have a big dick. Agreed. Whoa. And I still don't That's even an think. interesting thing. And also, if the fit is not right, you're not going to want this big dick hitting your cervix. It hurts. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, don't shame people for having big dicks. I'm not. I'm saying that it's not always like people's dream. I mean, there are size queens out there that love that shit. Specifically, Alexis Golden, who is a an adult porn star, <laughs> as opposed to a child porn star. Mother, I think we need to wrap things up. We're wrapping here. it already? Yeah, oh, we're wrapping it up. I thought we had so much more to talk about. We, I mean, we do have some other comments and questions, but we'll have to get to it our next time around. Oh, I wanted to I wanted to tell you guys, I have a very exciting announcement. For those of you who have been um, following along with my 100 Days of Play. Yeah, on your own Instagram channel called Single Cam Comedy. Single Cam Comedy. You're going to get for a on, treat. I, I finally completed... Day 99, and Woo-hoo. I'm editing day 100, that sh- and it should be out this week. It's not Thank done yet. Thank God I've, I fell off the bandwagon completely at day 98, and it's been two months since day 98. But that released. was really impressive Certainly. that you did 100, and the last one was um, uh, it's nothing short of brilliant. Do you actually like it? I love it. Come on. You really like it? I, okay, like it versus think it's really funny is two different things. <laughs> I know. I com- I did not. Uh, lo- you you would think that after doing a hundred of these, my big and my big takeaway was, hey, don't spend so much time being a perfectionist. Let the let this comedy flow from the heart as opposed to the head and like trying to construct something. Somebody just said that to us uh, that we interviewed on Thursday. I don't. They said the exact same thing. One of the things that the word of advice for how to create is to not get so perfectionistic. Oh yeah, I remember that person saying that. I forgot who it was. Anyway. That was my main takeaway, and then so for day 100, I wanted to be a perfectionist, and I spent two months trying to fucking edit this bullshit, and it came out well, looking you... pretty and not funny. Yeah, but so, what did you think? I th- I'm glad it's almost over. So just tune no, in well, at did, single... Did you like it yourself? I think it's fine. No, that's... It's that's, not funny. It's it. not funny. I hate when people call it fine. It's fine. It's not funny. I completely agree with you. I like it. It's not funny. Okay. All right. So, mother, we got to wrap it up. Ooh. So follow me on Instagram at Single Cam Comedy if you want those 100 days of play. You want to ring, sing? Yeah, let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and finding the right penis size. E. <laughs> I don't know. I always have to think about the topic and you throw me off guard there and then I don't know what to do. Mom, you know every time we end with the same No, but thing. I mean, I wasn't prepared at that particular moment to come up with the topic. All right. Well... I'm glad we came to the end of the show. What does Thank that you say? to all who have ha, been listening. Ha, I've been waiting for the last two ones. Ha ha, finally Cam. Yay. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening, for all your comments about the haircut that I didn't receive. And for all your comments about what to do with a relationship that uh, is in- inequitable in terms of sex drives. One last thing. Please join us on Facebook, 
at Sex Talk with My Mom and Friends. It's a group where you can connect with other sex talkers, and we're having a wonderful little time over there. So thank you for all who have joined. And also, join us on Patreon. That's a way you can support us and get special content that's nowhere else to be found. It's patreon.com slash sextalkwithmymom. Perfecto. Thank you for all your love and support. We love you all. We do. We'll talk to you very soon. Bye. Bye. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today.